So you and I were talking a lot about healing, right? Yes, a lot were. of yes. a lot of things that uh, go around in life all revolves around healing so that you can have a better life, right? Very much so, yeah. Very much so. Okay, so one of the things that I wanted to find out is what's the difference between someone who says they're healing versus actually working on healing? Um, for, from my point of view or my perspective, someone that's actually healing won't actually tell you that they're a work in progress or them cliche sayings like, oh, I'm taking a time out to find myself. You know, it's something that I hear quite a lot. It's like, I'm, I'm taking a year out to get to know who I am. It's, which sometimes frustrates me because, you know, as I keep telling people, it's what we do that defines who we are. You know, the, yeah. the, the, it always get the impression that people are searching for something that they'll never find, that, that they, or they'll go and try and find a sense of, of self through other people. Like, you know, it's, um, it's a sad, sad um, thing about trauma. It's uh, someone that's been through it too. I mean, one of the things that they if they're unhealed or they have that unresolved stuff, it can kind of lead to them having no sense of actual identity. Which, okay. Um, leads on to many other things if it's left untreated and un unhealed and unresolved. All right. So let's, let's but, look into this a little bit further. Okay. All right. Uh, we're, we're talking about healing we're, mm. we're you've been, you were mentioning trauma. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit what, what does trauma mean to you? Not everybody understands what that means. <sighs> You, you could argue that um, there's two types of trauma. There's you've got physical trauma and psychological trauma, even okay. though physical trauma can, well, does cause emotional trauma also. But okay. I'm going to talk in terms of emotional trauma for the, for the sake of this. Okay. Um, trauma is, emotional trauma is, is something that happens to, to a person or a person's brain when they're unable to cope with it or... I'm not going to use the word cope, I'm going to use the word understand it. And I think that's probably the key word. So trauma is what happens when something happens that the brain can't understand and it gets either locked in some kind of loop of trying to work out what has happened or it gets stuck in a form of survival mode, which, which is uh, one of the um, symptoms of someone that has been through some, some kind of deep-seated emotional trauma, sadly. Okay. I mean, I, I myself have seen that in people and in, in both ways that you mention it and, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking and it's, it's, it's sad to see, mm -hmm. but um, at the same token, you know, right now they, they normally do treatment for that by saying, you know, you should go to a doctor, you should go to a therapist, you should take medicine, things like that. Mm -hmm. But the more you and I have been discussing it and saying that it, it's an emotional thing. Um, do you think that's the only way? To heal trauma or do you think there's other methods that could be used as well uh my i would argue that going to see a doctor or giving somebody tablets here have some happy pills to keep you happy and to 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 negate the the symptoms of trauma is basically and i've mentioned this before in many video it's like putting a band-aid on a broken leg best way to to actually heal a, a broken leg is to actually treat it, you know, put an actual cast and give it support and give it that environment where it can grow back and grow back stronger, might I add. It's actually right. the same thing if someone that's been through trauma that they can actually heal and recover and actually grow back stronger than they were pre prior to it. Something that people shouldn't forget because it's important because it's hope. You grow okay. back amazing. So a lot of times I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about doctors right now. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, Doctors may say, hey, this is something you will never, ever be able to heal from, 
right? So mm-hmm. they'll say, you'll have to take medicine for the rest of your life. It's the only way to do it. They'll say that you your chemicals are unbalanced and the medicines are the ones that are going to help you. Things like that. Do you agree? <sighs> okay. I got to get deep breath on this one. Okay. <laughs> I, I am somebody that suffers or has suffered from a, a I'm going to call it a personality disorder or what they could define as a borderline personality disorder, which one in 10 people that suffer with borderline personality disorder go on to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's having that going to a doctor, somebody that you're going to look for basically to help make the pain go away or the emotional pain go away. And if somebody sat there going, you're never going to heal from it, as that's like saying, well, you're stuck with this for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's not going to make somebody want to want to go on recover or you know even remotely put the effort in. They're just going to find X, Y, and Z where it be drugs legal or illegal, drink. Do you know what I mean anything to cope, other than actually take steps to heal and recover? But to to somebody that's traumatized, like even that is probably the most one. So many like an incredibly damaging thing. Like doctors should be saying that there is hope. You can re- heal. You can recover. No, just just so you know, it, it gives them hope and and some kind of purpose day to day. Like you know, as yeah. how many how many suicides is of probably doctors saying those precise words that they probably caused. You know, I, I think the entire medical health system around the world needs a bit of a shake up in terms to mental health. It certainly does in Wales. As, okay. You know, sadly, well, I had to read about this week. Hopefully, we'll be able to open up the eyes of people as well as the medical profession of other ways to do things and hopefully people who need to heal will find out that there is hope yeah right because i believe there's hope do you i i believe there's more more than hope i've myself i i am i am on a healing journey which Mm -hmm. is amazing Um, i'm not quite healed yet i'd be unwise to say otherwise but um i don't have that void in me anymore that's good that pain in the heart this this goes out to anyone that knows exactly what that is that absolute numb pain yeah that's just getting less and less with every week that goes by the more work I'm putting in the more that's going and and that that is beyond liberating um so okay so do you think that you mm -hmm. can heal from trauma yes okay explain why and then I'm going to tell you why I say yes and no Okay. You first. Okay. I, I believe you would, you would argue what is, what is healing? What, what is recovery? Um, that's good. That's good. You got to describe the difference. It's, it's healing. If you think like you're going to wake up one day and it's going to be like nothing ever, has ever happened. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Okay, good. That's my you're argument. Always, would... You're always going to have the scars. Yep. That's all they are. Scars. Mm-hmm. But able to function and actually be happy and enjoy life, that is more than a billion percent possible. Yes. I can't reiterate that enough. Um, to to yes, to have a to have a loving and fulfilling life that that is possible. To wake up and actually want to live, and yes. it can even go so far. And I know a lot of people, even people who haven't been through trauma, don't like this. We can actually wake up looking forward to a Monday. Yeah, that, that to me is is recovery and healing. And today I do. Whereas a couple of years ago, I dreaded waking up every day. So yes, yes, you I'm can glad to hear it. But you okay. need, but you need in relation to those scars. I I would suggest that you need those scars. It's like when you're young, you put yourself, mm-hmm. you put your hand on a hot stove. 
and it's hot you might burn yourself when you might have a scar yep. after that but it's to remind you not to do it again you know yes or, or you know that, that you know life sometimes can be unkind but it can also be amazing as well there is yes there is that balance life can be as equally beautiful as it can be crazy exactly and i think that's yeah. one of the things that uh people have to learn when they're mm. when they go through trauma mm. there's only black and white right mm. sometimes so if you get stuck thinking mm. that the, everything is bad mm. you won't be able to realize that there is hope there is mm. good things there are things that you mm. can do to to bring it back mm. you know bring back the good but it's never going to take away that there is yep. still bad in the world mm. you just have to realize that it's not all bad mm. right i i completely agree but but the very fact that like you don't mean that, that there is good and bad in the world that 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 comes with um the responsibility of choice see we're yes. all capable of doing good things and we're all capable of doing bad things so what we choose to do that defines the people that we are this you know, is true because we have that choice unfortunately you know good and good and bad things are going to happen you know in the world it's life you know it's yeah it's life yeah Sometimes you can make the choice, but sometimes what happens to you, you don't have the choice. It's just like they say, the old cliche, how you react to it. Right? Oh, exactly. Exactly. You, you can you can let life drown you metaphorically, yep. or you can rise above it and just go, okay, what can I learn from this situation? And then next time when you find yourself in a familiar situation, you go, I recognize this. I'm gonna remove yes. myself from it. But you know, that, that's growth, isn't it? Definitely. I think. Part of it, the the learning mm. is to see what triggers you, you know, kind of mm -hmm. learn from those things and then make sure you don't go back to it. And if, in fact, something is making you start to have those feelings again, you have to have tools to help you understand and make you stronger mm -hmm. so that you don't you don't go back into that same emotional state. Very, right? very, very much so. Very, very much yeah. so. Because everything... It's weird that everything in, that, that life throws you, whether it be good or bad, should, should just basically be there to help you develop as a person, like, you know? Yes. The day we're born to the day we, we you know, are no longer on this planet. It's just constant learning, 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 you know? So everybody, yeah. everybody's on that striving to be that perfect person. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's an impossibility. We're just human. We just make choices. You know? And we live with the consequences of the choices that we make. And that goes with, as you very rightly pointed out, on how we react to situations as well. That goes for both good yes. and bad situations. Yes. So, okay, here's another question for you. Okay. This is something I I believe in, and mm -hmm. I myself try to be mindful of, and I try to take care of it. Mm -hmm. And that is, do you think trauma can be passed on to the next generation if it's not healed? I'm living Is this proof. something? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know. It's just because you think, okay, I'm having some issues, um, but it's something I'm going to work on because it won't hurt anybody else. Um, that's not true, correct? Other people who are going to watch you, they're going to react to you, they're going to feel your feelings, and then all of a sudden now they're copying you. So you're not only healing yourself, but you're also healing other people. Would you agree with that? Of course. There's some very yeah. wise words right there. Ah, uh, thank you. We, <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, yes, life, life is everything in life seems to revolve around a pattern. Yes. Those those patterns can be changed. 
Mm-hmm. But it's just people get 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 so used to um, I don't like like things like trauma. People can get so used to to trauma they can see it as the norm. So they yes. just they they will if they're not going through some that trauma they'll actually make that trauma happen because yeah. it's just what they used to. They just think this is life, you know. Whereas you know part of the healing or recovery process is going hmm, acceptance that there's a problem. It's always. Yeah. The, the step one it's always the hardest one to get to but you get to that step and it's all I actually think it's all downhill from there because you've made the biggest decision of your life whether even subconsciously you'll actually start doing things yeah. to heal coming from that very moment but it's recognizing that there's a problem it's like okay I've got to break this cycle like for me I used to drink or use alcohol as a way of coping with uh, I don't know the the symptoms of trauma mm-hmm. uh, not a very positive one i'm going to point that out okay and uh, that probably set me on my my healing journey i thought okay i have a problem i hit, did hit the proverbial rock bottom mm-hmm. i got fortunate and um yeah so okay don't get me wrong i still drink i can i can own that but i don't drink as a way to deal with the trauma symptoms i drink as most normal people do i will go out and have a one or two pints that's it and go home I'm, I'm i'm quite i have that within me now i'm a strong enough individual mm-hmm. that i can just go okay i've had enough now when other people even if i'm out with people that like to drink you know mm-hmm. i would just go i'm going home now i would just get up and go you know which yeah gross and that that kind of goes back can people heal and recover well yes you know examples things like that that you yeah. become stronger you know exactly. you start doing things subconscious you don't even you don't need a question of in doubt it. you don't even need to think about the needs of others on that table you think i need to go home now so you go home that's like good I've, I've i've got you know i need to you know drink no more good all right so mm. something we keep on mentioning over and over which yep. is a very important word i think is choice yeah everything is by choice mm-hmm. so for example if you want to prevent this for you know going on to future generation Someone has to choose to stop it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's up to you whether you choose to heal from the trauma. So my question is, can you help someone who isn't choosing to heal just because you want them to heal? That's different than saying, can you heal someone? I'm saying, for example. Okay. All right, here's an example. Let's say I have somebody that I care about who smokes, right? Mm -hmm. Just for example. And I want them to stop smoking because I know it's bad for their health. But just because I want it, if -hmm. they don't choose it, it's not going to work. Correct? Yeah. So instead no matter how much you yell or you're upset with them or anything like that, and even though you're going from it at a right angle, right, you're mm-hmm. trying to help, it doesn't matter because if that person doesn't choose it, it's not going to work, right? Mm-hmm. How would they know if they had a problem if someone didn't tell them? Okay, good point. Um, you can tell them, but you can't force them. It's true. So, right? So, I'm not saying don't communicate. If you care Mm -hmm. about people, tell them, speak to them, but realize that you are not in control of them and only they can make the choice. So Mm -hmm. not everybody is going to be able to heal 
I don't want to put that out there to say, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone's going to heal. Only those who choose to take the path to heal can have a chance, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? I, I, I always value your, your views and opinions, and I'm struggling to disagree with it here. <laughs> but I, I'll take the approach because the very nature of the person I am, I will always try to help people. Mm -hmm. and i might fully well agree with your 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 points and they they're probably one 100 true but i'm always going to try and i like i go on the approach that at least tell them at least put that thought that idea at least somewhere in their mind because you know hopefully they might day week month a year even five ten years even if it's ten years they might go ah i do That's have a problem true. you know it might it's just trigger might just be that little little pebble in the pond that that you know it starts that that process for them they might start the questioning it's like ah nobody's ever said that to me before with such honesty yeah no and and i think that's it too many people are trying to look good and be happy that they don't want to say anything bad instead they're just trying to make everyone be like okay we're, we're happy this is okay when sometimes you have to have that hard discussion or or just say, listen, this is a problem. I, I, I really struggle. I keep seeing that meme. If you can be anything in this world, be kind. Yes. I, I just want to write, well, good luck, because you've just enabled half the planet to continue making the same mistakes. Yeah. Or to that, to that degree, I, I always try and advocate that if you want, can be anything in this world, be honest. You know? Yes. It's, um... Well, we do have a, a little bit of a difference of opinion mm -hmm. where honesty i think is important i mm. don't know if it's because i'm a female and i'm more <laughs> emotional and caring or or if it's just me mm. but sometimes i think you need kindness and honesty combined not just brutal honesty because some people you know they're not ready for it they're it will harm them actually more than help them versus if you know you you gently work your way in there and and you know let them know that it's okay mm -hmm. and that you're there not to hurt them you know so it's just versus you may say, hey, listen, you need help. <laughs> right. So, just that's the brutal honesty. It's, 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 the, it's the very reason you just said that is also the reason why I'm still trying to learn a lot from you. Like, because and I've said this many times, I'm very smart, but uh -huh. I'm not wise. And you basically point out the difference. I was like, I would go for the, the smart thing to do. And you said the wise thing to do, and it's always best to take the wise thing to do. It's like, yes, go with the honesty, but it's knowing when to speak. Yes, basically. exactly. Yes. It's something I, I personally am working on. Oh. That's good. So this is this is why I learn things from you, you know. Ah, so you're a good thing. student. <laughs> you're the eternal life student, actually. Yes. Everybody is. Everybody's the eternal life student. Okay, so tell me a little more about what is an eternal life student? Because I think that's part of the healing journey. Mm -hmm. it's just an acceptance that life is is amazing and just every day is just a learning opportunity it's not a challenge there's, there's never a problem there's always a solution it's like i need to learn this okay um for example like i'm not happy with my job mm -hmm. some people will just continue doing that job because they go well i've got bills and x y and z to pay and they'll just go on with that mundanity and just become more miserable instead of going "Ooh, i have opportunities when i'm not working to maybe learn some new skills and then I just learn new skills and it's like, oh, I can go and get a new job now. And they improve yeah. their life. So like little things like that, you can you can learn like personal development. It's like, okay, I, I might have 
I know a lot of people say like, oh, people are toxic and there's all this, oh, I mean, toxicity and so and so and so and so, right? It's the traits that are toxic, not the person, right? Or it's on the unresolved trauma or unresolved issues within that person, right? So people can kind of step back. And this applies to everybody, right? They can go, okay, maybe this part of part of who I am that that is affecting my my actions and my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I went and resolved this and changed this, I could take a step back, maybe as long as it takes, go and fix it. And then you just like kind of come back and everyone's like, what have you what have you done with the old you? This new you is like amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it makes you more being able to connect with people. So it's one of the one of the things that um, people with that been through trauma like really really struggle with is to connect not only with themselves but with other people. You know, because... I was actually gonna bring that up. That was so you read my mind. I was gonna say, you know, I think a lot of what's going on in the world nowadays is people are having a problem to connect with themselves. You know, you've talked in the past about the brain and the heart. And what happens when there's a disconnect? And this happens in so many different varieties where even as simple as you go into work at a job that you don't like and you just allow it, why, you know, that that alone can make your heart and your head not work together. Um, now amplify that with trauma, you know, and it's it's even worse. You know, you're you're kind of uh, walking through life with no feeling, right? So just like an example of you're working at a job you don't like, there's no passion, there's no excitement, you feel an empty, you're literally just going there, right? But in life, imagine walking around with that same feeling about everything, but wanting to feel. So could you explain a little more about the disconnect between the heart and the brain and trauma and uh, so people can understand it a little bit? The disconnect. Yes. Because oh. okay. we got to get the world connected again. Okay. I'm going to give my own example, my own personal experience on this one. Okay. I am um, an adoptee and yep. I was abandoned by my mother at birth. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me, because I was just that, that little abandoned child, instead of getting, you know, that, that safe, loving environment, I just got abandonment. Right. And that was that painful to me that like, and I mean painful. You can, I've said this, you can step on a Lego brick and that hurts, but nothing compares. This actually applies to a lot of, well, any childhood trauma. It was that, that painful that I just kind of like, there was a split. I just did not want to feel anything ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, basically my brain and my heart, so whatever. Imagine an imaginary thread, not going to link. Like in a normal brain, it works in tandem. That was just said that my brain just went, oop. For, for our own self-protection, we're going to stop feeling. You know, so you just end up numb. And, but because of that, because of that disconnect, the, the normal way a person develops is it's, you know, it's you've got feelings and logic, you know, got that little playful child, I suppose, and that, that, that the logic bit is basically the parent. You know, yeah. That's where you've got to, if you visualize that, it wasn't that, you know, so it wasn't kind of... Uh, I don't know any connection with with myself. I mean, um, I get it. Have I gone off topic here? No, um, you're fine. You're fine. But um, it's, what? It's a good example wanna... for people to understand because it it affects you as an adult yep. of something that happened as a child. Yeah. But this is something I want to point out. This is why counselling and a lot of people really struggle to to 
to heal. They, they go and try and find themselves. They just end up lost. It's that mm-hmm. thing like that when they've got connection, you've got that sense of identity, that parent and the child, they're, they're, um, they're working in tandem. Mm-hmm. But if, if that connection is severed, you're, you can either be in the, the emotional state, which is why right. people have, who have been through trauma have difficulty regulating their emotions because they got that, you know what I mean? You imagine the heart as a child. And it's like, you know, a child basically needs the parent to set the boundaries and, you know, to help them to, to manage emotions. Like, you know, it's, um, right. it's a parent's job. Um, but they can, be, they can be stuck in that state and they'd be like, you know, it's like a go from, you know, being calm to, you know, rage in three seconds. Yeah. Well, yeah. they can be in the logical state, which is in the brain, but mm-hmm. not not in together, which is the logical state. They can say the right things. They know exactly what to do. They know that, you know, uh, putting your hand on a fire is 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 bad. But because there's an actual disconnect, they will keep putting that hand in the fire. But right. when you when you go to a counsellor, weirdly, you generally, most people go get into the logical bit. Yep. So they're saying the right things and da-da-da-da-da. But it's not connecting with the heart. So it's not, it's like it's basically going in one ear and out the other because it's got nowhere else to go. Okay. You know? So you're learning all no, the things. No, that makes sense. Like, you know? But also you can go in on the other, on the flip side, you can go in like in that vulnerable state or as a child and you'd like, you know, the, the, the child will always see the world as, I've mentioned this a lot of times, like all good and all bad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So that, that counsellor has to, <sighs> <laughs> any slight inconsistency. That person it. will, it's, it's game over, that counselor, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, it's, they they shut be, down and they're not listening. Yeah. Yep. But this is why I talk about um, the, the, the healing process being the first one is accepting that there's a problem. Yes. And the second one is basically, ah, it's not, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's choosing to do something. But, but sitting and reconnecting, just sitting and allowing yourself as how hard it is it's long term it is amazing once you reconnect the brain and the heart it is the, probably the best feeling in the, in the world because you just or like it's like overnight you get like oh i know who i am yeah and i've been feeling needing needing the world to tell you you know what i mean or you you know everybody that's been through trauma seems to have that favorite person like it's like oh come and fix me who's this right yeah just, then it's like the same with the counselor it's like the second they go out of that path they'll be like oh, okay on to the next one <laughs> you know they yeah. go from being you know no, it's true. No choking. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? What was I saying? Yes. Okay. Hang on. Uh, yes, but the connection, yes. Okay. All right. Um, but I think you literally have to sit in this. Like you're going to have days when you're miserable and you're sad and you're happy and it's just all over the place and it just feels like, oh my God, things are never going to change. Like, but they do slowly, every day. Just yeah. sit with it. It's like, okay, I'm feeling hurt and anger. Just let yourself feel it. The next day, let yourself feel it, and you'll just Mm -hmm. gradually notice, okay. You actually, the more you connect that heart with the brain, the more you feel it, the more your brain's able, because you've got that connection, your brain can actually start regulating it. It's just like, exactly, and becoming an adult. Yeah, you're you're actually starting to learn, (laughs) hey, wait a minute, what is this emotion? (laughs) And, you know, you may have felt it before, but you didn't recognize it. And now yeah. you can, mm. because the connection is there. Yeah. And then you can actually teach yourself to say, you know what, I'm not going to feel like this yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think that's a big one. People mm. 
you know, people with the emotional trauma, they mm -hmm. think that that's the only feeling they're going to feel. Yeah. It's going to be painful mm -hmm. and, and that's it. Mm -hmm. But when they realize it's temporary and they have the choice mm -hmm. to, to feel something different, mm -hmm. then it changes it a little mm -hmm. bit. But it's, it's, it's one of them things that a lot of people have been through trauma that they can't actually um, vocalize or verbalize how they feel. It's because, yes. you know, it's because they're stuck in that, that they can be stuck in when they're going through that, the, when they're in pain, deep-seated mm -hmm. emotional pain, they're in that, that child, that, the heart-seated emotional state. But you think about it like a, a, a little child. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, like, do you know what I mean? Has any child ever been able to express, well, I'm, you know, I'm angry because X, Y, and Z. Da, 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 da. They, they, no, they, just they don't have that capacity. They will act out. It's like, okay, I'm angry, so I'm going to go and smash my room up or something like, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I did as a child, <laughs> both through my tears, just like, yeah. Aww. You know? <laughs> uh, I've grown uh, so much. You have. I'm very proud yeah. of you. Mm. I am. Well, I've seen a big difference. But that... That point, hang on, to protect this person, I will say, mm -hmm. I used to be in a relationship once where this other person had, had unresolved childhood traumas or life traumas, mm -hmm. and she had a, like, come with it with abandonment issues. When I used to go to work, she would view that as, as me abandoning her, even though, like, I was coming back. Right. So she would smash my entire flat up. Right. and then be very angry when I came home <laughs> but it was the, the point being it was like instead of she didn't have that capacity to verbalize well I'm feeling abandoned you know to see her right. so, but she still say you don't mean why aren't you listening to me but it's like hmm, you know they, they consider it's why aren't you it's listening communication it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's, but it's because like they're acting in a way that a child would act you know as us as adults we, we kind of like okay we'll just tell me you know yeah. honesty you know it's like I always go back to honesty. <laughs> like, you know? Yes. No, it's true. No. What was I going to say? Oh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, you can take <laughs> oh, a pause. I, I know what I was going to do. Okay. I was going to say, okay, so there's a couple things you have to watch out with trauma, mm -hmm. right? Just bouncing off what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, one, sometimes you um, you will actually recognize trauma in other people. And you could be drawn to them, so you have to watch out, right? That, Plus, that is a very, very, isn't that a good yes. one? Yes, it relates to what you just said. We, um, we, we people tend to go to familiarity. So, do you remember I was just talking like that cycle? It's like it becomes so part of life that, that you're you know, used to it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It becomes the norm. Mm -hmm. So when you actually have, like I've had this, where people are nice to me and I don't understand it. It sounds funny, but when you're around people and you know you're not used to that you know you hear all the bad things in the world and everything says everything about you when someone says something nice i'm like what do you want <laughs> you know what's this, what's that, what's going on it's that, a, re that a is, normal reaction that that is actually quite a normal thing for people that yeah. have been through trauma that, yeah that, that is I, I i i come across that almost weekly working yes. with people so but if you you know when you recognize that and you realize that okay not everybody is there to hurt you not mm -hmm. everybody there wants something some people mm -hmm. are just actually good people mm -hmm. you know then you could say okay let's practice and mm -hmm. i'm silly where i'll actually practice you know me i i practice all different things just mm -hmm. to get used to it mm -hmm. so 
I will practice taking a compliment. It could be as something as simple as that, just to say, thank you. <laughs> but do, do you know, because of that, people will actually push away the good people and do you know what I mean? Come here, bad person, I'm going to give you a hug. Yes. Because you know, um, that's what they're used to. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about trauma, healing, and toxic people. Now, you originally said there are no toxic people, mm -hmm. only toxic traits, yeah. right? Or unresolved right. childhood trauma. Yes. Does it only happen in childhood, though? Can there actually be people who have had a good childhood and later had trauma that affected them? I have to answer this honestly, but I, I can only... Um... In your opinion, my, my, my area of expertise only would relate to childhood trauma. Um, okay. But I've met a lot of um, soldiers, for example, or ex-soldiers that yes. I actually work with one that has very, very bad PTSD. Mm -hmm. um, but you're thinking, oh, is he like that? Because as an adult, he went to war and saw X, Y and Z. Or was there something already originally there from his childhood that he might not even realize that made him more susceptible to, to becoming traumatized? Whereas Good. the other 10 people in his unit, fine. Yep. Good yeah. point. So most of it is related to childhood. Mm -hmm. um, you know, depending on how you were raised, mm -hmm. you know, some something as simple as self-soothing, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, a child who never learned how to do that mm -hmm. is it's going to affect them when they're older. Mm -hmm. Um, if someone is not there and they don't see them, um, they might have that abandonment issue. They, they may feel like someone's not coming back. Um, whereas a child who learned how to self-soothe is more likely to be comfortable. They know it's okay. They know that, you know, the person just went away. They'll come back shortly. Things like that. Um, what are some thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> it just got me thinking about the very point. This, 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 this caught me off guard. But I would I'm sorry. Go, this, I would go that um, maybe as a child, like you can have a singularity trauma, which can, which can lead to, to, I don't know, childhood develop, developmental okay. tra trauma. You could lead to sim severe symptoms or being stuck in that survival mode. Whereas yes. as an adult, where if they've had that safe and loving and secure environment, and they're able to understand and and not be fearful of the world. They can make sense of maybe, I don't know, if you're walking down the street and hear a gunshot or something, mm -hmm. like, you know, you're not going to be quite as susceptible to be heavily traumatized by it. Okay. But I would argue that as, as an adult, if you go through repeated traumas within a mm -hmm. maybe a short period of time, I think that can then, because the brain hasn't got enough time to process and make sense of it, Mm -hmm. If I haven't got that time, then I, I actually would suggest, and it's only a suggestion, it's a theory that yes, yes, they could they could end up with trauma symptoms and revert to a basically um, survival survival mode. Um, I don't know. Uh, what's the that, No, I get it. All right. So I want to give an example for myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I had trauma as a child. Mm -hmm. I learned to disconnect the heart and the brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was more survival mode, right? Mm -hmm. um, as I got older, I learned to connect the two. Mm -hmm. Still healing, still working on it, but mm -hmm. I, I learned from it. Mm -hmm. um, as I got older, mm -hmm. I got sick and I had to disconnect it for survival. Mm -hmm. um, but I was aware of it. That was the difference, you know? So then I was able to reconnect it again, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean... 
there's different levels of trauma and what you can do and how you heal and things like that. All right, go ahead. But, but you made an amazing point that you, I know that like you've disconnected, but then you were able to reconnect, whereas yes. other people are just going to be like, well, they disconnect and they, they're a bit lost on how to reconnect. I think mm-hmm. maybe that is actually what, what healing and recovering is, is being, well, basically just boils down to just being able to reconnect and make sense of it all. Yes. You know? Yeah, no, that makes Cause, sense. Because good and bad happens to everybody on the planet. It's just exactly. making yeah. sense of it. No. So connection is the most important thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. heart brain mm-hmm. um and then realizing that your emotions are you know they're within your control mm-hmm. and that you have the choice mm-hmm. right yeah so with that said um can i know we said this before i'm gonna say it again mm-hmm. can you heal somebody else can we heal <laughs> somebody else I, uh, or can you just show them? I, I, I am just going to have to say you can only show them or inspire them. And explain you, that further. Okay. What do you mean by show them? If you show somebody something that's possible, healing and recovery, it gives them hope and it gives them belief enough that they can do it too. They'll go, well, if he can do it, so can I. As opposed to the opposite, you go to a doctor and it's like, well, you're stuck like this. There's nothing we can do. No. But if you okay. show them, people can heal. That gives some hope. Thanks. And that, that'll that give hope enough. And hopefully to that one in 10 people that suffer with mental illness taking their life, that negates that. And it actually takes people out of having, you know, that, not the label, but, you know, having, I'm not going to call it mental illness. I hate fucking calling it mental illness. It's mm-hmm. just developmental trauma. Yes. Anybody on the planet can go through. It's what happens to, and I'm going to emphasize this, a normal, healthy mind when it has trauma that it is unable to understand. That can happen to anybody on the planet. Doesn't. So having, having trauma symptoms does not make you any less of a person than anybody else on this planet. But I know, agree. Can, can we help some? No. Can we heal somebody? No. But we can show them how to heal themselves.